Dear Kempin' It Real, I'm a mother of a 16-month-old daughter. She's a fussy eater. I have tried all the recipes, but she's the same size. My problem is everybody who ever sees her says, oh, she's so thin and weak. Feed her properly. Give her milk. Now I have started to think maybe I am not able to properly care for her. Dear Kempin' It Real is the best podcast for moms to find realness, encouragement, and inspiration to empower motherhood. Welcome back to another episode of Dear Kempin' It Real. I hope that you guys have had a fantastic weekend and you're having an even better Monday. I wanted to give some mom praise out to my dear friend Erica in St. Louis, Missouri. She is the mom of two beautiful children. And I just wanted to say you've got this girl. Her husband is starting a business and I know that adds an extra layer of stress because now she's taking on duties of mom and dad while he gets this business off the ground. So I just wanted to say, good job, girl. Keep it up. You're an awesome mom. Keep on keeping on. You've got this. Here is the full question and then we'll get right into my advice for this mom. It reads, hi, I'm a mother of a 16 month old daughter. She's a fussy eater. I have tried all the recipes, but she's the same. Currently, she is 9.8 kilograms. She's a lean girl, though hyperactive. She has a heart condition as well. VHD 2.5 mm. My problem is everybody who ever sees her says, oh, she is so thin and weak. Feed her properly. Give her milk. Now, I have started to think maybe I'm not able to take care of her properly. I'm not feeding her properly. I try my best to give her proper meals. I don't care if she takes one hour. My work is also suffering. Today, after she finished a whole meal, she puked it out. Then again, I cooked and fed her. I'm just so depressed. I cry almost every day. I don't know when everything will be normal. Maybe as a mother, I'm failing. Please help. I need to start this episode by giving advice to everyone. Everyone under the sound of my voice, please tell everyone that they know to not comment on the size of babies. Just like we wouldn't walk up to a really skinny person and say, geez, you're too skinny. You should eat something. We should not be commenting on the size of children. And it grinds my gears that this mom has to go through this. So her daughter is thin. She has a heart condition. And now people are making her feel worse about it by saying she's too thin and that she's doing it wrong and that she should feed her. I don't understand where people come from thinking it's okay to comment on the size of children, whether they're thin, whether they're big, whether they're the perfect size, keep your comments to yourself about the size of children. If you can't help yourself, bite your finger. Seriously, I don't understand why people think it's okay to comment on the size of children. We don't comment on the size of adults, or at least we shouldn't. So why do you think it's okay to comment on the size of children? I'm going to get off my soapbox, but seriously, tell everyone you know to not comment on the size of kids. 
as a mom who had a child who was nine pounds at birth and then for whatever reason stopped gaining weight who's perfectly healthy might I add right now all the comments at the beginning of my motherhood journey were geez she's so skinny wow she's so small oh she's gonna be so tiny I mean who was that helping by saying that it didn't help anyone like I hope you felt better by telling me my child is small I have eyes. I can see that she's small. I can't help it. Literally, I was giving her milk, breast milk. I'm trying to figure out the breastfeeding journey and I did not need those comments. So tell everyone you know, leave those negative comments about the size of a baby to themselves. And if they can't help it, bite their finger, walk away, keep the comments to themselves. Honestly, parents and moms especially are going through so much as new moms, as new parents, we don't need to hear the comments. Okay, I'm done for real this time. I'm done. Honestly, to that mom who wrote me on Instagram, I am so sorry that people don't know how to keep their mouth shut. You are doing the best job you can do. Ignore them. And I know it's easier said than done, but ignore the haters. Don't let their negative comments impact your motherhood journey. Don't let them defeat you. Now, with that being said, I want to get right into the advice. Uh, I have a toddler as well, and I know all about picky eaters. As we transitioned from breast milk to table food, it was a very tricky situation, and I was pulling my hair out most days. So I am not an expert with nutrition, but I can tell you what worked for me and my child. I've done some research on my end, and these are the, these are some things that helped me. And so I'm hoping that it will help every mom out there listening that's dealing with picky eaters that maybe just aren't gaining weight. You guys are doing a great job. Keep on feeding that baby. That's the number one thing. You have to keep feeding the baby. Keep trying. It will get better. So here are my tips and I'm going to leave a website in the show notes. So in the description of this podcast, you will see a website and this is the website that I use to help me with my toddler and her picky eating habits. So tip number one is to keep trying. Keep introducing those new foods keep trying and honestly toddlers are crazy they will like something one day and then the next day not like it and then five days later like it again so keep introducing those foods just watch the size and the amount that you give them so that there's not a lot of waste give them a little bit to try and see if they like it but keep trying. In the website that I'm sharing with you guys below, they said that it can take up to 10 times to get them to eat something. So you're going to have to keep trying. Introducing something one time isn't gonna be enough. So you're gonna have to introduce it one time and then try again, then wait a couple days and try again, okay? And sometimes you might just give up on that food if it's just something that they just don't like, okay? But keep trying. It can take up to 10 times, 10 times, different times to get them to like that food. So keep trying. Tip number one. Tip number two, change up those spices. No one likes bland food. Well, I take that back. Some people actually do like bland food. I remember I was at work one day and um, 
<laughs> we were t- chatting around the table about how we like all these flavors and how good food is. And my, one of my coworkers was like, I really like bland food. I, I told a caterer not to put any salt or pepper or anything in the food. And we all just kind of like looked at her and it got really quiet in that um, lunchroom really quickly. So I take that back. Some people do like bland food. However, let's think say kids don't like bland food let's say kids like spices so try change up the spices kids like flavor keep trying different spices and flavors until you figure out things that your kid will like because I promise you kids like good food right they might not always like the most healthy foods but they like good tasting food so keep trying to change up the spices that's tip number two Tip number three, try finger foods. I've started to notice with my toddler, she's starting to become a little bit more independent and she wants to feed herself. Now with the spoon, she does not always do a great job or fork. I started to notice when I gave her finger foods and she could just pick them up by herself, she really was eating more. So try finger foods, try things that she can just pick up with her little fingers and feed herself that she may like. So for example, um, my daughter is loving sweet potato bites and I found these like little sweet potato bites and I cut them up really small and then guess what? She just feeds herself and you can do that with chicken nuggets. You can do that with fish sticks. You can do that with avocado. You can do that with so many different foods, but just try feeding finger foods to your toddlers because a lot of times they want to be part of mealtime and they want to do it themselves. So allow them to do things themselves when it comes to eating. Tip number four, don't force them to eat. And what do I mean by that? Don't take the spoon or the fork and jam it in their mouth and and, and then they're crying and they're becoming upset because then you're creating an attitude and a behavior around mealtime where they know when it becomes mealtime, they might cry. They're going to get upset because mom is going to make them eat something or forces them to eat it. Like don't create bad habits around mealtime. Kids are a lot like us. We like what we like and we don't like what we don't like, right? So don't force them to eat. It's going to create problems at mealtime because they're going to start associating mealtime with crying and being upset and you're upset and they're upset and then they're never going to want to eat. So try to make mealtime as pleasant as possible. So introduce something that they like and introduce something new at every mealtime. That way they can start associating mealtime with pleasant thoughts and not I'm upset and I get angry because I have to sit here and eat all this food. So do not force them to eat something they don't want to eat. Tip number five, and this seems to work for my daughter. So, you know, take it or leave it because I know some people are really anti-schedules, but have some kind of schedule so that she knows when it's time to eat. So create some kind of schedule so that they know the same time around the same time. Now it does not have to be so rigid. I'm not a person that's very rigid on our schedules, but I do have a semi schedule going where she knows when she wakes up, you know, after she wakes up within the hour, she's gonna have breakfast. Then she's gonna have a snack an hour later. Then, you know, an hour and a half, two hours later, she's gonna have lunch. So she's on some kind of schedule that she knows about when it's time to eat. So have some kind of schedule so they know what's coming. They're prepared for it. Kids like schedules too. Now that I'm working from home, she knows when it's time to eat and I hear her start getting fussy around mealtime. And so it eliminates some problems if you can kind of stick to a schedule. Think about all the kids in daycare. 
most of the kids in daycare are on some kind of schedule. So try to have some kind of schedule for your child and try to stick to it on the weekends. So that way they know, okay, this is when it's time to eat, then we're going to play, then it's time to eat, then we're going to have a snack so that they get used to that routine. Tip number six is do what works for you. Just because another mom on social media says these beautiful meals work for her child does not mean that it's going to work for you. And guess what? Those beautiful meals might work for your child, but they might not. So introduce the foods that you know your child likes. So for for example, my daughter loves oatmeal right now. So every breakfast we're giving oatmeal or I'm giving scrambled eggs or I'm giving something that I know that she's going to eat. Some of those beautiful meals that you see on the internet are great and then you spend all this time slaving in the kitchen, making this beautiful meal. You put it in front of your child and your child's like, uh, woman, are you crazy? I don't want this, where's my oatmeal? <laughs> or where's my chicken nuggets so it's great to try new things but I'm gonna tell you do what works for you and your child you're feeding your child the best way you know how and I'm sure you're trying to make sure everything's nutritious make sure you're feeding things that you know your child will eat and then slowly introduce new foods But don't judge yourself based off of another mom or another kid because it's going to drive you crazy, I promise you. Slowly try little new things so that you get your baby used to the new foods. But do what works for you. Keep giving the foods. Like, for instance, you know your baby is not eating a lot, but you know your baby loves to eat, let's say, uh, sweet potatoes. Keep giving the sweet potatoes because you know that your baby will eat it. Don't be so hasty to try to try all these new meals and then your baby's hating it and then you're stressed out and you're crying and they're crying. Do what works for you. Give the foods for right now that your baby will eat. And and honestly, moms, this is temporary, right? This whole crazy, I don't like to eat this and this phase is temporary. And there might be another time where your child loves to eat everything. And then it might come again where your child decides they don't want to eat anything but chicken nuggets. I remember in high school, whenever we would go out to eat to a restaurant, my dad would make a joke and be like, what are you going to get? Chicken fingers and fries. And I'd be like, yep, that's what I love. So we go through these phases as parents. And right now this phase is difficult because you have a picky child. Your child is thin and, and maybe not gaining weight. So do what works for you. Introduce the foods that you know your child's going to eat and keep giving those foods. If your child's going to keep eating it until that child gains the weight and the pediatrician's okay with it, keep giving the foods that you know your child will eat. Try to make it a well-balanced meal. If you can give a well-balanced meal and they eat the same lunch, dinner, and breakfast, who cares? Let them eat the same thing at breakfast, lunch, and dinner as long as they're going to eat it, right? Make sure it's nutritious as long as they're going to eat it. Who cares? Do what works for you. Tip number seven, you're doing the best you can. If you've spoken to the pediatrician and the pediatrician says your daughter's fine, she's on the thinner side and she has a heart condition, but you know you're doing everything you possibly can and your pediatrician is okay with everything you're doing and giving you suggestions and you're trying, you have to block out the haters and you have to block out the noise. And this was hard for me as well, but once I started really focusing on me and my child and my family and stop listening to what everyone else had to say. I found so much joy in that. 
being able to say, this is my child. And of course I'm trying everything I can to make sure this child is healthy, to make sure this child is happy. I don't need the negative comments from the peanut gallery. Don't worry about what other people have to say. Stop doubting yourself because honestly, you know you're doing the best job you can do. You're doing the best job you can do. So don't worry about what everyone else has to say. All right, so I gave a lot of information to your mom. I know I did, but let me recap exactly what I said. So tip number one, keep trying. Keep trying new foods. It can take up to 10 times to get them to eat something. So keep introducing. Don't give too much. Just give a little bit of something new so that you don't have too much waste and that you're not stressing yourself over this beautiful five-course meal for them to not eat it. So keep trying to introduce new foods. Number two, change up the spices. Keep trying different spices to figure out what your child likes and your child doesn't like. Tip number three, finger foods for the win. Our toddlers are starting to love to be independent. Give them things they can pick up with their fingers and make them active during mealtime. Tip number four, do not force them to eat something they don't want because then they're gonna associate mealtime with being upset So make sure you're giving them something that they like at every single meal so that she's eating. Tip number five, try some kind of schedule so she knows when she's going to have mealtime. She knows it's coming. She And then she also knows that you're going to serve something that she does like. So always have that food that she does like. That's the overall theme I think you guys are starting to see is always give them something you know that they'll eat. If you know they'll always eat apples, give them apples. If you know they'll always eat applesauce, serve applesauce. If you know your baby's a huge avocado fan, always have avocados at mealtime. Give them something that you know they'll eat just in case the new thing you're introducing they hate, they have something that they're going to eat. Do what works for you. That one's so important. Don't judge yourself off of anyone else. Do what works for you and that baby girl. What you know she'll eat, Keep feeding it to her. If she wants to eat the same breakfast, lunch, and dinner, give her the same things. Hey, that's going to save you some time, some stress, and some headache. Give her the same thing. As long as you're feeding your children well-balanced meals, who cares if they eat the same breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Make sure they're eating all the proper groups that they need to get. Who cares if they're eating the same thing? Guess what? You're going to have peace of mind, and then they're going to eat. All right? Tip number seven, you're doing the best job you can, moms. Keep doing an amazing job. Don't let anyone tell you differently. You're that child's parent for a reason. You've been chosen to be that child's parent. You're doing the best job you can. Just by listening to this podcast, I know you care. So keep on being the best mom you can possibly be. That's all I have for this episode. I hope to see you back next Monday for another episode of Dear Kempin' It Real. That's it for another episode of Mrs. Kempin' It Real. Don't forget to subscribe so you never miss one of my weekly podcasts. Do you have a parenting question? Head on over to Instagram at Kempin' It Real and DM me your question. Or you can go to com under the contact tab and ask your question there. That's K-E-M-P-N-I-T-R-E-A-L dot com.